you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. The Around the NFL podcast has better hair than Odell Beckham Jr. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast presented by New Era. My name is Dan Hansis, joined in a room filled with heroes. Mark Sessler, Chris Wessling, and Greg Rosenthal. What is up, boys? Hey, Dan. Woo! Is that true? I know you You are very, your hair is celebrated widely, but right. I, I don't think that anyone else is walking around well, thinking they have better hair okay. than Odell Beckham. Better question. Does Odell Beckham have good hair? We'll start there. I wouldn't do what he does with it, but he has he has a, he has a flexibility to do a lot of different things with his hair. Yeah, he's got good hair, sure. He, he's flashy. He's got flashy hair. Wes, we'll go to you as the source of this. Hair's overrated. Hair overrated. <laughs> there you go. That's the answer. I, I not a surprising take from a man without any, but <laughs> bald is beautiful, Greg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, this is the Friday edition of the Around the NFL podcast. Um, so much to get to today. Uh, some deals, including one of the best wide receivers in the league, uh, get gets paid or gets a little bit of a raise. Another devastating injury for the Chargers to contend with. Can't believe that. Uh, and our buddy uh, Greg Rosenthal was on a road trip yesterday, so we're going to get to that a little bit later. Um, and uh, and then a little little entry from Mark Sessler. A Mark Sessler entry, I call it, to close the show. So a lot to get to, but we've we've teased it long enough. I mean, we're, I could said I could say, or could, should we do it at the end of the show? No, no, no. <laughs> it is time. Uh, it is time. If you're a listener of the show and you've been waiting patiently since we first announced that this big Rebirth. It is time for the big announcement. An announcement that we've been wanting to make on this podcast for many, many years. A uh, An announcement that, uh, frankly, this time last year, I thought we'd never be able to make. And yet now... Here it comes. The Around the NFL podcast is going to London. We did it. We did it, Greg. Clap it up. Clap it up. (laughs) Yes, it's official. You just touched Greg. Had to. Don't like to do it. Had to do it. I like it less. Needed the, I need that human emotion. 
to my right. Yes, it's finally happening. Uh, we have so many thousands upon thousands of loyal listeners of the Around the NFL podcast overseas, all across the world, really. But in the UK, um, the the fandom is particularly strong. And in the first week of September, this is coming up, uh, we will be in London uh, and perhaps beyond London, but in England uh, for a full week leading up to the beginning of the 2018 season. Uh, we're going to be doing what? We're going to be doing shows, a live show, hopefully. We're putting that together. We're going to be doing uh, an appearance in what's that called? Piccadilly? Piccadilly Square? Piccadilly big, Square. It's a big NFL event on the day, Saturday before the first NFL Sunday of the year, uh, which we'll be a part of. Absolutely. Maybe like a Q&A, I think, will be part of that. Uh, I think a, hopefully a live show at some point, maybe not in London. Mm. We'll Little start- Sky Sports action. Yeah, see our good friends at Sky Sports and, and uh, visit the studios there. That's in the books, on the books. And also, of course, we're going to do some meet and greets with the fans and uh, maybe a, a bar or a tavern or two. Pub. A pub will be uh, frequented. So Some talk sport action with uh, my, my friend Nat Coombs. Hello, Coombs. <laughs> it's, a, it's a jam-packed schedule. I mean, we're making the most of it. No so, uh, obviously, this is big news for our show, and, um, and, and there's more good news about the podcast to come. If you're unable to, and we'd love to see as many of you as possible uh, at the different events that will be around our trip to England again in the first week of September, uh, but if you can't make it, there's uh, there is more good news to come about this podcast. Uh, not some people thought, is it bad news? No, no, all good news. And um, and also, Erica, you're going to be there as well behind the glass, sitting in for Lindsay today. Yeah, I'm going. I get to go film you guys. Super how, excited. How exciting is that? So, have you ever been to London? I have not. Mm. I'm very excited. And Neither is yet, Dan. Half of Nor the broadcast gets to go to the UK. The broadcast. Yeah. Tell us how she. Wait, what's this? What was the action? It's a broadcast. Hi, It's a broadcast. Ooh. What was the action? It's a broadcast. Yeah. You know, you're. Unbelievable ability at self-promotion. It just knows I just no fell bounds. on it. It was an accident. I really didn't mean to play that. Uh, <laughs> the broadcast. Check out the broadcast, which is uh, you and Emma VP and Connie Fox in some capacity. Yes, Although when I will, we can book her. I will give you the warning that Connie was also technically on our softball team, uh, and also at one time was on this podcast. And sometimes she's hard to nail down, especially if she becomes more Busy. successful. Connie I, has put more effort I, into the broadcast than she did to the softball team. No doubt about it. Definitely. She's appeared multiple <laughs> times. I think she'll be part of our Tuesday shows during the season. At least we're, we're pretty hopeful of that. But, yeah, Tamposi will be there. I feel like she'd be high on the list of of people that might not make it back, like if I had to rank them just for something happening in London that, that prevents it. Like, Mark might right. just escape and try to stay. Tamposi might be, you know, <laughs> oh, I'm a, detained. I'm definitely a flea candidate, a candidate just to, yes. at the end, I'll do all the work and then not return. Like you're gonna, Tamposi might not be allowed to come back. Like, it just... <laughs> Some sort of law enforcement. An incident. Mark's going to hand me a letter uh, sealed in an envelope and say, Dan, I'm trusting you with this. Please do not open it. Give it directly to Simone when you return. Well, I would invite them to join me. Ah, yeah, that right. man's not jogging. He's taking a powder. I would invite them. I would invite them. He lies. It's like sending an e-bite. Um, <laughs> if you can make it. So, yes, that is the big news uh, for the show. We're really excited to do it, and thanks to everyone behind the scenes, uh, the shadowy league figures, for helping to make it happen. Yeah, and all those letters to Rod finally paid. <laughs> yes. I mean, this has been going all those, right, all, those, work. all those postcards, Goodell, were finally like, all right, let's do it. Yeah, all those um, – All it's been years that we've talked about wanting to, to make the trip overseas, and uh, it's finally happening this year. It almost happened last year. We were quite disappointed uh, when it didn't. Uh, but this is actually even better because Wes is healthy this year, and uh, so it's going to be the and four it's of nine us. days, which I never would have really imagined. We're getting mm, there a long the, time, yeah, a week before week one starts, and then we'll be there uh, till the Monday after uh, week one. So well, there you go. What better place to usher in the new season? Perfect place Perfect. to do it, and uh, we're going to get a a rude awakening on. The, the time difference for games as well, because we'll have a lot of uh, duties to handle, Mark, but I know you can handle it because it is grind 30. 
I mean, I've been there before, and I, the jet lag is not, not a concern to me at all. We're going to fly wow. right through this. It is a little, I will say the first, Greg, you were there, like first 24 hours, I drank all this like strong British coffee and nearly yeah. threw up on a bus to a Bills practice because your body is going through some things. Maybe it was the Bills practice. <laughs> Could have been. <laughs> all right. So there's the good news. More good news to come for everyone, but uh, for people in and around uh, England and the UK, uh, come see us and we're going to have a lot of fun, all of us together. It will be a celebration of uh, our show and the audience. Can't wait. Let's do some news. This is Tom. You're no, Brady. you. No, that's Brady. And you're Tom. But I'm Tom, too. He's Tom, too. We got the same name. We got the same name. How cool. I got your name. I'm You are? That is Tom Brady at Patriots training camp uh, meeting two toddlers, both three years old, I think twins, that were named Thomas and Brady. Uh, the parents, shortly after a some Super Bowl conquest, I believe it was the Seahawks. Game, it was. Uh, gave them those names to match up with the famous quarterback. I don't like when Tom Brady comes off as likable and um, kind and personable. So I didn't enjoy the video, but I'm sure some people... Well, one of them, as, as Edelman, is the middle name, too. So it goes on beyond just the first. That's pretty okay. wild. It is. I mean, Thomas you, Killian and then um, Brady Edelman or Thomas Edelman. All right. And, of course, Colton Sessler. So you're kind of in this world as well. Actually, exactly the same. Yeah, you I named your. I don't. I don't. Name. I don't like bring that up a lot in my own house. But named Colton after Colt McCoy, and literally the night <laughs> that Colt was born, the Browns drafted Brandon Whedon. I remember that. Well, Colt McCoy, Brandon Whedon's long gone. Colt McCoy just signed a contract. Extension. Oh, exactly. So, uh, and that's what we're leading well. the news with. My actually. judgment was sound. <laughs> uh, all right, so. Let's start uh, with the Los Angeles Chargers. A lot of a lot of buzz out there that the Chargers could be a team of ATL favorite this season. Uh, well, it would help if they stop losing key players to devastating injuries uh, before August. NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport reported Friday that Chargers cornerback Jason Verrett, Verrett uh, suffered what is believed to be a torn Achilles Ugh, during his conditioning test. What? That will, Only the Chargers. This only happens to the Chargers. That will likely knock him out for the season. Uh, this is the first day of camp. Um, this is a cornerback, just 27 years old, uh, but has not played much. Uh, he's always been dealing with injuries. When he has played, Greg, he has been uh, – he's shown signs of being a stud, but his career is, can, keeps on taking blows, and so do the Chargers. Feel like we start every season with this news of bad news happening to the Chargers. Henry, Hunter Henry, the tight end, and Jason Verrett were two of the brightest talents on the team. When it comes to Verrett, though, I guess we have to admit it's been more in theory that he's been a great player than practice. He he was at an All Pro type level in 2015 when he played most of the season, but he's been in the league now five years if you count this year, and that is literally the only season where he's been healthy. So he's just one of those guys, unfortunately, that's never going to have the career that that he could have had because of injuries. Why don't the Chargers ever have like a fourth string receiver with a hamstring? It's always <laughs> the starting cornerback with a season-ending injury, or it's always a key player out for the year. It's never a minor nagging injury. And the timing—it's always either before the season, early in the season. So it's like an entire year seems. Mm-hmm. To I do want to like I would love to to look at an actual study, because anecdotally the Chargers are more cursed injury-wise than anyone else. But but I want to see on paper if that's actually There's, true. Warren Sharp of Sharp Football did a study. They have lost over the last five years, the fourth most games due to injury and are the unluckiest teams in, in one-score games. So bad luck has been haunting this yeah. team for a half decade. And, you know, you could you could say as much as I'm a Chargers fan, like uh, rocking a Chargers cap sometimes mm-hmm. now when I'm going to school in the morning, maybe they've brought some bad luck on themselves in terms of uh, juju. In terms Coises? Of, in terms of lo- leaving San Diego. I don't know. I mean, in terms of, th- you know, they, they had a great fan base there. They left them, and um, I don't know. Well, I think more like scientifically, <laughs> they've had they've had medical personnel that has come under a lot of fire. The, the people that they've hired for the medical team have. Re- I, I don't know if it's the same now, but 
Well, they they had five a, years ago. They, they had absolutely a lot of guys. did. Back of course, then. that medical team will also say, "Don't bring us into this." This guy stepped on the field for the exactly. first time. Right, right, right. Exactly. I, I do want to point out before we move on. I thought they had the deepest cornerback group in the entire NFL. Desmond King was incredible last year as a rookie slot guy. Casey Hayward is a Pro Bowler, and Trevor Williams played excellent last year. So they had four quality cornerbacks, which no other team has. I do think that, that they can survive. They, yeah, they also have Derwin James at safety. The, I mean, they, their secondary is very strong. They were top 10 in pass defensive metrics and third in scoring defense without Verrett last year. Right. So it's not like this is a backbreaking injury. Uh, Mark, based on the scientist Chris Wessling's data, his waterfall of data. Oh, that's a new one. Are you ready to now agree that the old Zeuser nailed it by naming the Chargers the number one team on the No, you got, you got extremely um, and overly aggressively cute with that, that move. <laughs> and you, you name know what? number one what? Uh, on the pain rankings. And you know Chargers. what? That's kind they're of, one of the, they're one of the better teams in the AFC, and, and they were last they, year too. They remain number one because that was written in, in digital ink, and it's just there. It's like the Olympics. Maybe, Mark, I mean, four years from now, maybe you can get that spot back. But I, it, is, it is a total charade this conversation. <laughs> uh, let's talk about players that got paid. Some players are looking to get paid. Some players do get paid. Uh, Julio Jones, the superstar Falcons wide receiver, who, who was upset that he was not getting his um, contract reworked despite there being three years remaining on the deal. Well, they come to a compromise, Chris Wessling, uh, a revised contract that had just – this is very similar to our own situation a couple of years ago where Wes led the charge – uh, and was kind of out in front of it. I think there was even some <laughs> tweets where a guy like said, I'm taking down my Chris Wessling screensaver because he's complaining about money. <laughs> like, I think I remember that. Um, the Falcons have agreed to a revised contract that adjusts Jones's salary for the 2018 season. Rap Sheet reported Atlanta moved a total of $2.7 million from 2019 and 2020 to the 2018 year of the deal. It's a modest raise, obviously, West, but it was enough to get Julio to say, okay, we'll play ball. Yeah, I mean, it's an excellent analogy, except for the fact that I could barely eat, couldn't afford rent, <laughs> and could not afford to even drive my car, and Julio was making millions of dollars already. These but, ball players make millions. Where do they get off? This goes to show, I think, how stable the Falcons are, that they – Julio came out after this and said, I'll be a Falcon for life now. They promised, in addition to giving him $2.9 million this year from – future years that that is borrowed from they promised to sit down and negotiate again next season for a new deal but name a name a franchise that is set up for success better than the falcons over the next three years maybe the eagles maybe a, a the rams i don't know but the falcons would be right there in the top three or they're four in that window me. and it's good front office work they just extended thomas dimitrov and you find out why because your super bowl window is still open and you don't have this as an ongoing drama with julio jones it's not a ton of money but they figured it out he's turning 30 that's still a tricky contract to deal with next offseason but you avoided what could have been a month of ill stories and back and forth i'm all in on these falcons I want them. I want them to be one of those best teams in the league and get. I want them to win a Super Bowl until your Patriots I mean, knock them off in the. I mean, in if the they Super happen Bowl. to play the Patriots in the Super Bowl, that then obviously I wouldn't be. Oh, if you but, reach the Super Bowl and then reach what the second round of the playoffs the next year, you're already one of the best teams in the league. Oh, absolutely! Beating could, the Rams, they could have won the Super Bowl last year, I believe, and and they have the roster I think to be right back in the mix. In other news, Taylor Luan, the star left tackle of the Tennessee Titans, is now the richest offensive lineman in football. He um, signs a deal with five years, $80 million, 60, 16 million per season, $50 million in guarantees. Although Greg will point out, not guaranteed. Got to see those details. <laughs> anyway, the, the deal for Luan tops Nate Solder's big deal he just got from the Giants. Uh, so he, Luan uh, is locked in and is worth every penny for the Titans, right? Because what's harder to find than a stud left tackle? Yeah, I mean, Wes, you said it on the last show, position scarcity. You, Why are these guys getting paid this kind of money? Because there aren't enough for them to go around league-wide. When you have one, you absolutely you let them go. You have a major void to fill, and the college game is not producing left tackles at the rate that it used to. Let's give the Cowboys a lot of credit here. If franchise quarterback is so obviously the most important asset in the NFL, a rock-solid offensive line is probably the most elusive asset in the NFL right now. Ten years ago, it wasn't. Now it is. And the Cowboys planned ahead. When you see Taylor Ron and Jake Matthews getting paid this kind of money, 
And then look what Tyron Smith is getting paid. Who's a Hall of Famer right. in my mind. And, and Travis Frederick and Zach – I mean, Zach Martin got paid too, but the Cowboys are in great shape on that offensive line. And the Titans are in good shape too. Let's give them credit too. John Robinson's really done an incredible job, I think, in his three years. Not that he drafted Luan, but the draft class that he's had and, and now keeping the right players there. As Wes mentioned, Jake Matthews and the Falcons also uh, came to terms on a new deal. Very similar uh, in terms of raw numbers to the Luan deal. Five years, $75 million. Uh, the number six overall pick in 2014. He has been a rock for that team, uh, and he will not be going anywhere, which is as very good news for Matt Ryan. A little up and down. Who? This just shows. Nate Solder and Jake Matthews getting that kind of money just shows how tough it is. That and It's kind of like quarterback where a slightly better than average starter is worth that much because I but, think Jake Matthews is a guy who's had ups and downs, and he's solid, but he's not a guy that you think of in the same way as you think of a Tyron Smith or, or he's, even Luan. He's getting paid because he's not a liability. Right. Yeah. Can I clarify my rock statement? Yeah. He's there every – he <laughs> plays every game. 63 out of 64 yeah. games. They put him there and never have to think about the position. That's why you're in the lab. Hey, listen, I'm downstairs. I think that was a good point by Dan there. Except good for good when, word choice. Except for when you're getting shredded in some key playoff moments, you got to think about it. Hey, Nate Solder got paid a ton of money. He's been shredded. I, who doesn't get shredded? Your boy Joe Thomas was a guy that was uh, seen as almost pure. right. All these guys have ups and downs, right? We all do. Sometimes we have Tyron, bad podcast episodes. Tyron, try blocking Freeney's uh, spin yeah, moves. fair. Uh, in other news, oh, this is fun. The Eagles, the uh, defending Super Bowl champions, Carson Wentz. So we should uh, issue a, a podcast correction. It was, I guess, erroneous data that we had, data, a, a fire hose of data we got, and we got sprayed by the hose in the face. We took a, a fire hose of illicit data. Right to the face, Mark. Totally erroneous. Uh, um, what What was the data point that was incorrect? The data point that was incorrect was that Carson Wentz would start this, the uh, preseason or start training camp on the pup list, which we said on Wednesday. Not the case. He's not on the pup list. He's practicing with the team. And in his uh, – what's that, Greg? I'm just saying we we shouldn't take the blame. We were just passing along, you know, national. Yeah, we got blasted with the fire hose of data. It's not my bad not data. A reporter asked Wentz, "Did you get any workouts in, any rehab work during your honeymoon?" He was just married. Got some workouts in. <laughs> in the fitness center. Bang. Mark, I mean, does it do anything for you? Not newsflash. Husband and wife engage in physical relationship. It, it goes to, oh, I think yeah. Wes has, Probably. Wes has a, how the, how the world works. a long running truism that anything said in like by a coach or a player in a press conference is laughed out about 500% harder. <laughs> and, and everyone thinks it's far funnier in that context than it would be in real life. Like Peyton Manning was like, was like a modern day Chris Rock people thought behind the mic. And it's <laughs> like, well, you know. Well, well yeah, it's similar. Like, remember when you were a kid and like they would show like a half an hour TV special in, in, in class and everyone would be sitting there and then it would, these were on old VCR tapes, they'd include the commercials and everyone is splitting, like laughing hysterically at the commercials, but at your house you would never laugh at the commercials. It's like that Eddie Murphy joke from Raw or whichever one of those, uh, Delirious, where he talks about when you get out of jail, like a cracker tastes like filet mignon, you know, the mm. best cracker. You when you're at a press conference <laughs> and you listen to these canned responses over and over again, an attempt at humor yeah. feels much funnier than it really is. Mm. Plus just like, you know, Owning on a honeymoon is—it's just—it's funny. It's funny to think about. <laughs> I think so. I think you guys sound a little cynical. It was—it was kind of a funny little moment. You know, our podcast—we sometimes like to shine a light on little funny moments. It wasn't a comic uh, genius. Just a nice little aside. Good timing from Carson. That's all. Yeah, I—I'm not. That's all, Mark. He pulled, he pulled it off. No, you pulled it off. That's all I'm saying, Mark. I am not a major <laughs> like. I don't have any major negative thoughts about the interaction. <laughs> Uh, I just I was watching your face. It seemed like you were annoyed by it in general, the reaction. I think in general, if you are watching our programming, a lot of stuff happening right now on NFL Network is this isn't funny, but we sure are going to make you think <laughs> that we think it's funny. We have <laughs> semi breaking news. The season. <laughs> yeah, we're in midseason form over here. Semi breaking news. On the end of the table. What do you got, Wes? Taylor Lewan was not the only Titan to get a contract extension. Oh. Delaney Walker. Pro Bowl tight end, two-year, $17 million extension. Love that guy. Pro Bowl. Greg, Pro Bowl, you know, a guy that's a major difference maker on that team. That's breaking news. Good job, boys. 
I, th I think we should use breaking news more. It's just like a fun little sound. I did a, People get excited. I did a study about 10 years ago when I was working for Greg about the way... <laughs> about Greg? No, about the way different <laughs> positions age. And 10 years ago, tight ends aged not quite as poorly as running backs, but close to it. You didn't see too many tight ends into their 30s playing well. And now, because I think it's much closer to a wide receiver position, they age like wide receivers. Delaney Walker didn't become a starter until age 29, and he's been a pro bowler at 31, 32, and 33. What if he didn't spend his first seven years of his career behind Vernon Davis? Blocking. The stats this guy would have would be really impressive. I, I think if they had a, a league-wide tournament, of some sort of like ultimate athletic showdown of power and speed and all of that. Delaney Walker would be one of the top seeds. Maybe this we should try saying. to make that happen. I don't know if it's like ult ultimate fighting or weeks. exactly what it is, but <laughs> I think well, it used to be like the '80s. What was that? The uh, they had the, the skills competition. Yeah, Battle the of the Network Stars. Battle Walker, of Network Stars. Walker would do well. Uh, Battle of the Network Stars. ESPN, FS1, NFL Network. Let's have some fun. Let's fly. Let's do it. Uh, moving on. Uh, Greg, you, uh, we have a segment on the show called Greg Likes Rap. And That's not a segment. <laughs> I don't want to do it. It pops up occasionally on the show. You are uh, someone that uh, represents uh, the New Orleans region as a college student down there with Tulane. You obviously must be a big Lil Wayne fan, either past or present. Absolutely. The GOAT. Um, if you've never heard Lil Wayne, uh, a prominent hip-hop artist of the last 10, 12 years, this is what he sounds like. Hit me on the aim. He said he want to kick back. I tell him watch the soccer game and tell him I get back. Uh, y'all get that? You is jealous because I'm the real deal and you is just relic. This is our house music. So, of course, that is not really Lil Wayne. No. Uh, uh, the, um, the horrific rules of our company it will not allow us to play any music that's commercial music. But that's what he kind of sounds like. That one was a little closer than most. I had to put a lot of bleeps in there. <laughs> that was in our library, and I was listening to it. I was like, really? oh, my God. Wow. Those were, those were my executed bleeps. If it's in our library, aren't we allowed to play it with the the, the, sea, the sailor's language? Right? Let's jump Definitely. through that loophole. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Let's sail through that loophole. Um, anyway, so uh, Kyle Shanahan, the 49ers uh, head coach, obviously uh, grew up. Is he around our age? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, he grew up. Uh, a little Wayne fan, obviously, and when he uh, had a son with his wife, he named his son Carter uh, after Little Wayne. That's that's uh, Little Wayne's name, given name, birth name. Correct. Also, the name of his, you know, the albums Carter, Carter Two, Carter right? Three, Carter of course. So, um, what does a Little Wayne do? What does Wheezy do, Greg? He sends an autograph photo uh, to uh, the son and father and autographed CDs, and a note that reads uh, to Kyle, thank you, I appreciate the honor, that is, that it is. Hell, I have three boys of my own, and only one is named after me. LOL, love, Lil Wayne. <laughs> Hit it, Lil Wayne. What do you think about this story, Cecla? I like it. Let me tell you, Chris Sims, who broke this little anecdote on his Bleacher Report podcast, he remind this. Kyle Shanahan reminds me of you a little bit, Dan. He said that Kyle's one of those guys. If you're hanging and we're drinking beers or whatever, he's got to control the music. Ooh. Now this part doesn't, but he says of Kyle Shanahan that he has ADD, so we can never listen to a full song. But Dan is a guy that when you're hanging with. Dan will bring remote speakers with him. He'll, I like that. Right? And so you and Kyle Shanahan, a little bit of similar DNA. I grew up, um, music was always playing in my house when I was growing up. My dad was pro usually playing the Stones or Q104. The classic rock station was on. My mom was usually like Carly Simon. The Beatles would be mixed in. Um, and I think I just took that into my, my own adulthood. I just think life's better when music is playing in the background. Absolutely. Yep. Anyway. Delightful young man. Your wheelhouse. So there you go. Nice job by Lil Wayne. Oh, he's a huge sports fan. Yeah. I mean, he's like a le he's a legit guy. Nice job by Kyle. What's up Shanahan. with Juvenile? It's, What's he doing? It's important. It's in, he's he's still around. It's important. Uh, <laughs> it's important to name your kids something that reminds Let's you of something you that. love. <laughs> What's up with Juvenile? I did a little research. <laughs> I like Juvenile. Didn't we decide that he could be in jail? He came up on this podcast somewhat recently. BG was in jail. I'm not sure that prevented them from you know doing the much anticipated reunion. That jail sentence. Wow! Look at this. 
You're talking about the Hot Boys. You're the jump, Hot Boys. You're I jump, love it, Mark. You're we'll, jumping we'll ahead. Shift over to Hot Boys. You're jumping yes. ahead to uh, <laughs> Neighborhood Superstar. One of their great hits, <laughs> Rock Ice. I need a hot girl. A third, third line. You're referring to Ta- Taco Charlton in Cowboys camp. Said he's nick- he's nicknamed the Cowboys defensive line the Hot Boys, and they were kind of competing to decide who was Wayne. Uh, kind of no one. Wa- yeah, I kind of thought maybe Randy Gregory's BG, who's now in jail. I don't know. Uh, Get it. I mean, it lines up. up. But it really shows. I, w- I was in New Orleans uh, during the period when the Hot Boys uh, first came to prominence, which is why I think it had such an influence on Humble me. Brag. It was like the Beatles. It was like the Beatles. Juvenile was like Paul McCartney at the time in New Orleans. And I thought it- he was more John Lennon, actually. Right. <laughs> but it shows the influence that they're still talking about it all this time later. The Cowboys defensive line, he called Wayne the GOAT. And so they were having kind of a, a defensive line competition to decide who was Wayne. I was kind of like, it's got to be Demarcus Lawrence, right? Come on. He's the best player by far. I mean, the rest of them, tr- let's, get, know, let's get them to play I, 16 games, I'm going to let you decide that. Although, if Greg, if you had he was your saying, own cadre of rappers, you would obviously be the cute boys. <laughs> the cute boys. <laughs> 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 Moving on, uh, Sammy Watkins, <clears throat> who is uh, very rich and uh, in a very good situation with the Kansas City Chiefs. He signed a, uh, a deal with them, and uh, he decided – uh, late one night, it was 3 a.m. I think there's some people in this room that sometimes struggle to sleep. Mark, I know you. Oh, Wes, I do. Oh, you yeah. as well. Um, he was up at 3 a.m., just wide awake. And you know what he decided to do? Two weeks before he was going to uh, Chiefs training camp, middle of the night, took out a pair of clippers and cut off his dreads that he'd been growing and worn for over a decade. And uh, his quote, and the quote was kind of interesting to me. Chris, and we'll go back to you as our hair consultant today. Kind of just wanted to be different this season and just be about business. I've had them for 12, 13 years. I'm 25 now. I don't want to be 40 with dreads. I just decided to cut it. So he got you know got ahead of it by about 15 years. Cut them off. I, I, I can identify with that. <laughs> There's certain looks that you want to have when you're younger, but you know that it's not quite the same when you're 40. To but be- he's not 37. No, yeah, but that's it's a it has to be. I can't really Im- imagine it because I have never none of us have gone through it. But it has to be an emotional thing. Something you've been growing for 12 years. That's a pretty big. Also, it has to a be a liberating change. thing, right? Yes. Um, he looks a lot different. In he fact, does. he kind of, to me, looks like a special teams player from like the 1980s. <laughs> like he looks like he's he's from a time. Like a little bit of an 80s look to him. One sneaky side part to this is, you know, you go to Roto World, you go to NFL.com, you go to ESPN, they all have the player's stock photo, and all those people that do that now have to say, you know, he looks completely different. You got to get an updated photo, you got to put it on your website and get all the new, you can't have dreads Sammy Watkins on your Roto World thing anymore, or NFL.com. Someone's got to be dealing with that right now. Get to work. Get on it, Silva. Someone's dealing with that. (laughs) Get to work. Or if they took the team photos before training camp. Oh, you're screwed. camps, you're banged in a big spot. Uh, And the other thing, this is the quote, by the way, came from the KC Star, and I want to give you the headline of the story because I quite enjoy that as well. New team, comma, new cut, colon, Sammy Watkins sheds dreads to prove he's all business. That implies that the rest of the league with dreads, not all business. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not buying or, or, it. Or that he hasn't been about all business in the in the past. So. Yeah, I'm not sure about a lot the of connection. There. Headline writing is a lost art. <laughs> it's a tough one. Uh, it is time now to take a trip. We went to the Ravens' nest multiple times this week. Let's take a trip over to the dog pound. Uh... <laughs> oh, that's cute. Intimidating. <laughs> Sounds uh, like a sad dog wanting to be bought at the pet store or something. That's just depressing. A bunch, a bunch of uh, little Browns nugs to hit. Let's start. They have a new slogan as they look to bounce back from 1-31 and 31 and 0-16. Uh, as they and it's signage all over their facility and Brea, welcome to the heartland of America. Uh, your thoughts about that, Mark? I I see it as a tie into Hard Knocks, um, but it's to me. I am. I it, it did not latch on to me successfully. I think it conjures up other images. I think it. I'm not sure how it got out of a committee vote that this is where we want to go. Yeah, it, oddly enough, that was also that was the same for Carson Wentz. Really. 
No. no. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, this from the Browns official site, football from the hard land of America, a phrase that will be seen on signs, banners, and more at Browns training camp, uh, embodies the refreshed identity of the Cleveland Browns. Consider it a starting point for the next generation. Oh, it's like a foundation. What do you guys think? A generation of Browns it's football. It's awful. It's, I mean, it's I, I don't I, have a huge. You had no, but Dan, you had one good comment. It's like, how about just no slow, less slogans. A little bit. It seems like every year it's Let's a take recreation. Take a year off of slogans, right? And then when we go seven and nine or eight and eight, and people are feeling really good, slogan that. Yeah, no, I agree. It's a, it even as slogans go, it's it's pretty bad. And I do want to recognize Wes was an excellent joke there with Wentz. It just no, it's, all our heads. So it, it was a nice. It was a credit. solid owner joke. The delivery was it. the delivery wasn't on. It wasn't. It just wasn't good enough. Just flew right over my head. In other Browns news, uh, there is a big RV parked outside uh, the uh, facility uh, in the parking lot, uh, a luxury RV. And according to reports, it is um, the property or the temporary property of Browns quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield and Tyrod Taylor. It's their own personal little club, their own private space that no one but quarterbacks are allowed to be inside. And this is a uh, Hard Knocks dream subplot. I mean, I think it's created specifically for Hard Knocks. There's a lot of these little things bubbling up that feel very much set pieces for this show. And now, it, it's going to go. That? Didn't Tyrod Taylor or, or Baker Mayfield do it themselves? Um, I mean, number one, I'd hope you'd invite Drew Stanton in there as well. But I no, it feels a little manufactured. But I like Taylor, I like Baker Mayfield a lot from what I've seen uh, pre-football. Like on just in him in general, yeah. I really I really dig the guy. It's a so, likable duo, those two. Yeah, and I will Drew give Stan. them the benefit of the doubt on this. Drew Stanton, one. good dancer, or good yeah. celebrator. Has Drew Stanton allowed in the RV? I'm assuming he. How is. about Brogan Roback? The undrafted free agent at quarterback. I mean, for the, ne- for the next four weeks that he's on the team, he'll be probably invited too. Doesn't isn't this the number one criticism of reality TV for the 25 years of his existence? Is it really reality TV if you're manufacturing items for the show? Well, that's our our theory here. Yeah, I don't. Think, I mean, yeah. there's no way they're having this bus if there's no hard. I don't think. I don't. I don't buy that. I, this seems like I don't know. I need to read the reporting on this. I believe Diana, Again, bro. Diana Rossini from ESPN. That's where she broke it. Yeah. I, it sounds like a Baker Mayfield thing to me that he decided to do it. or Tyrod. But one, I, I don't think it has to do. Look, with if them. they if they can play quarterback better than what we've seen in that team for the past two decades, I don't care what vehicle they hang out in. There you <laughs> at go. All. Very fair. Uh, in other Browns news. Uh, Jarvis Landry had uh, this to say, uh, according to Sports Illustrated. You'll be lucky if we don't score 40 on you. If we get everyone playing to their potential, we can win the Super Bowl this year. Okay, so again, I love fi- it. file this under Hardland for me. Clip that off. Don't need it. And we're going to play it every week throughout the season. Oh, poor yeah, I, no, play. when I saw that, I would s- let's score 40 points between week one and week three. Uh, about, there. How about some having some brown players with a little bit of confidence? They though? do. I don't they, mind. It that. does feel a little bit. Do you different. call that confidence? They're coming off of 0 and 16. <laughs> sure. I think Jarvis Landry's a confident player. I don't call that confidence. He's a guy who loves football and is very confident about his abilities. That that can't hurt. That is premature boasting, bordering on hubris. Uh, in other news, <laughs> Bruce Arians, the former Cardinals coach who retired uh, this year is a new game analyst for CBS, and he is slated to broadcast Pittsburgh and Cleveland's week one matchup uh, in the hard land. Uh, Wes, you you wrote a piece on this. Great piece. Oh, thank you, Mark. Uh, Well, there's a lot of history involved here. Bruce Arians got his start as a play-calling savant with the Browns, and as Mark knows well, was the play-caller for Kelly Holcomb's shootout loss in the snow at I believe at Pittsburgh, 36-33. Holcomb throws for 429 yards. Uh, One of the great – that was the last time the Browns were in the playoffs. One of the great playoff games, forgotten by a lot of people. Arians goes from Cleveland to Pittsburgh, becomes the play caller. He's replaced by Todd Haley, but not before a big kerfuffle in which Tomlin vows to get Arians – to try to get Arians a contract extension that year. Instead – there's no contract period. Arians is let go. He claims to be fired. He's still bitter about it. So I think you've got all he these. He was fired. He, he just, he just he, didn't have his contract renewed. Right, right, right. They didn't so want, he, the Roonies didn't want him back. Right. He was essentially fired. Wasn't he Big Ben's best man in his wedding as well? I believe. And they have like adjoining houses on uh, whatever that lake is in yep. Georgia. Coach Drew Stanton. I mean, he's – number one, I think Arians 
for all the times they roll these coaches out, we all think he's going to be great. And I'm already signed up to cover this game. Mm. No one else is covering this game. How about I have a suggestion because he's doing this on CBS, right? Yes. yes. You know how we have a you know cough button for our show, like right. while we're on. How about the some producer should be assigned to have the cough button pressed down the entire game on Trent Green. I don't need to hear what Trent Green says that entire Ouch. show. It feels just redundant. keep Arians, have Arians and Greg Gumble, and then Trent Green can talk, but no one actually Trent hears Green what he says. Torn apart in the dog pound. <laughs> Didn't see it coming. It happened. Well, if we had a power rankings of broadcast teams, the Gumble Trent, Trent Green one is not high He's on our list. Just taking airtime yeah. away from Arians in a perfect game for Arians to debut. Taking Arians' time away. Sorry, Trent. Uh, and finally, uh, the Browns are, uh, I guess they're adopting dogs or, or putting dogs up for adoption in conjunction with their dog pound roots. And uh, <laughs> they're giving the dogs different names on social media to drum up interest for these uh, pooches. And one of them uh, that just um, uh, was surfaced or <laughs> put on display was uh, <laughs> a beautiful uh, 12-week-old uh, Rottweiler hound mix uh, called Miles Garuff. And, um, Mark, that is problematic potentially in terms of um, intellectual property. Yes, it is. Should, you would like me to explain why? Yeah, a quick uh, well, I mean, explainer would be nice. This was more on Wes's radar, but uh, our, our <laughs> oh, sorry, Wes, I should have teed no, you. No, our, our our editor and, and and boss David Ely, this this started yesterday. I think it was like a, a was it Barker Mayfield Barker was, was Mayfield another dog, and so very nice. Ely suggested Miles Gruff. I believe he added the Browns on Twitter, and then today they came up with the name. Oh, so there's no he added them. Yeah, but that's we can we can get deeper into. But they did oh. not seemingly give David Ely the credit deserved for. Uh, I was gonna say if he if it was just something where he threw it out there, uh, it's not like there's no way you could land upon Miles Garuff. Uh, but if he added the Browns, there's a conspiracy here, Wes. There's a conspiracy, and there was a certain listener, Brandon Blemker. I'm sure he's a fine guy, good good dude loyal listener, but he said in response to Dave's joke, you're never going to land Chris Wessling's be best man with jokes like that, Dave. Whoa. Let's get Dave on the phone. Uh, let's call down to the newsroom, Erica, and um, see how he's feeling about this, and maybe while he, we're on this discussion, earn some points with the, the groom-to-be. Hmm. Good luck. News desk is Tony Steggy. Hey, uh, Tony, can I talk to Dave Ely, please? Sure. Uh, who's this? Uh, it's Dan Hansis of the Around the NFL podcast. Oh, yeah. Hang on one sec. Okay. <laughs> New England kicking off. They won the toss. They have deferred. NFL, this is Dave. Dave! <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, guys? What's up, Eels? So let's get right to it. You, you know what's going on here. Send out a tweet suggesting uh, a, a name for a dog in this Browns uh, adoption scenario for dogs. And uh, it looks like your idea was pilfered by the Browns with no credit given. Your thoughts on the situation? I think it's a big moment for me. Um, a lot of people did not enjoy the joke yesterday. Um, it's it's Miles Gareth, um, a playoff of Miles Garrett. Continuing it's a little pu a puppy. Um, I think a couple there are a couple of groans when I sent it out. Um, uh, someone added Wes and said this is proof that I should not be a best man. But I've, uh, some a couple people in Cleveland beg to differ. And you know what? I don't need the credit. I just hope the dog finds a good home. Ooh. It's, I'm glad. I'm glad you went the high road because because. There's only so many different ways you could name a dog after Miles Garrett. And this, to me, strikes strikes me more like kind of the Twitter joke that everyone makes the same joke. Like everyone, including myself, made like a screensaver joke after Julio Jones. And you think, you know, you're clever. But you don't accuse uh, so other you, people of stealing your jokes. I think it's just a natural dog name for Miles Garrett that they came up with. You're kind of saying well, that I mean, really had nothing to do with this. I noted comedians he, like Anthony Jeselnik. So I thought, I thought oh. it was funny. I mean, <laughs> Like, I mean, I mean, Greg's comedy chops are a lot higher than mine. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. It's not even that great of a name. I kind of like Dan's version, Miles McGruff. <laughs> Here's another one. I have another one. This one's for free. Um, Jabril Puppers. Dave. Go ahead, Dave. What do you Jabril got? Puppers. Ooh, oh, all right. Good. That's better than Miles McGruff or Gruff anyway. All right, so in, in summation, Wes, Dave not only um, might have been yeah. – Robbed by the Browns of his IP, 
He also has come up with another cute name. And beyond that, he's having a good nature in a good-natured way saying it's not a big deal as long as these young puppies find a home. That's all that matters. Isn't that the type of character that you're looking for in mm. Best Man? Absolutely. And to top it all off, we see how wide his influence is. Dave Ely has gravitas, as you can see. The Browns changed the Browns made a change because of David Ely. That's the way I take this. That all makes up for the fact that it was an awful joke and a terrible name. Mm. Um, <laughs> wow. Also, Dan, oh, I, have a I have a scoop for you. You do? What do you got? Yeah. Um, a noted NFL Network insider might be hitting up the Browns to confirm where this name came from. Wow. Really? Very good. Now it's and I respect that a lot, too. Dan. Yeah. That's intrepid. That's that journal. is intrepid. That's a journal work. Uh, I have a little breaking news here. Okay. Got this report from Desert People after uh, the latest update surrounding Dave Ely. The Vegas odds dropped from 275 to 1 to be Wes's best man to 272 to 1. Look at that. So we are going That's to That's how you read Wes's reaction? The arrow <laughs> I didn't is see moving. it that way. Uh, I'm glad we moved past the whole romper controversy from uh, a few weeks ago. Clearly, Vegas <laughs> believes that we have. So. Well, I think your influence, that's another thing. The Rams come out wearing rompers. That's got to be an Ely influence. This is some amateur uh, lines making, I feel like. Because <laughs> they there, no. there's some sharps there in Vegas. They got a lot They got a lot in their bankroll. And whatever the maximum amount is, they're just putting on it because that's, that's free money. This, this should be 10000 to 1. <laughs> Uh, and, Greg, all right, Greg, you've always been a proponent of mine, so I appreciate it. <laughs> and, and no doubt. Dave, of course, has his own dog, Cam, named after the quarterback that he Another loves. prominent so romper wearer. Um, so uh, take care of Cam this weekend, uh, and hopefully one day, maybe one day, Dave, you'll, you'll be able to share that dog with, with a woman. <laughs> we, can only, we can only hope, right? All right. Bye, Dave. Bye, Dave. All right, take it easy. Uh, and finally, in the news, uh, let's leave the dog pound. Maybe as the season progresses and if we all, as we all hope that, that, that the Browns uh, dig themselves out from the hard land and move to higher ground, the dogs themselves will start to mature. I'd like to think so. It's not an intimidating uh, Some nasty, right there. you know, mean-sounding dogs. So they've gone from believe land to hard land. What's I next? mean, I'd workshop this behind the scenes before we go public with some of these items. But. Finally in the news, congrats to an old star of Thursday Night Football, Priyanka, who's engaged, engaged to be married to a Jonas brother of all people, Nick Jonas. A May-December romance. Priyanka, 36 years old. Nick, just a boy of 25. Good luck to both of them. Still one of the best um, football-themed songs. Thank you. People don't remember it. It's just have her superimposed over, like, burnt-out buildings in Cleveland. It was, like, great. <laughs> Actually, I think it was a future motif, if I recall. They were, it like, was. No, there they, was a, they a lot were... of gla glass buildings with, like, reflections coming off them and stuff. Yeah. Uh, more, more TNF news. Connie yeah. Fox got it got a job as part of Thursday Night Football. Sure this did. Year. Doing Congratulations. the pre and the post game show. That's a big spot. Pretty good. It's a big spot. She will not even be returning our texts a couple <laughs> a couple weeks from now. <laughs> She's reaching that next stage where we are being left behind as yeah. we're all too used to. But we're very happy for Colleen. <laughs> She's Beyonce, yes, and we're the rest like of Destiny's it. Child. Uh, one of your one of the things you need to be successful with this company is to eventually move beyond us. And, and that's where Colleen's headed. Are we ever going to move beyond us? No, no, no. This We're going to London. Where we belong. Uh, all right. Uh, that's what's happening in the news. Oh, it's time to hear from our sponsors. Solo New York. Oh, my God. It's one of the biggest brand companies in the bag sector that there is. They started in 2008 with a commitment to shake up the boring industry and make cool, thoughtfully designed bags. You a boring industry. <laughs> <laughs> to keep everyone moving in style, Solo New York's designs are all uniquely inspired by the streets of New York on the playgrounds. This kid's a ball player. <laughs> Give him a solo bag. There's bags for everyone. Backpacks, duffels, Not everyone. cases, briefcases, totes, and more. Yeah, where are we on that? Have you? Well, here's, so it's in a total holding pattern. 
because one specific shadowy lead figure who gave you, you Wes and Dan bags, great bags, Greg, get, and, Greg and Mark get we're nothing. We're getting bags. I don't know. No, and then so this guy, about. then this one particular figure vanishes on a two-week vacation during training camp. So I'm not holding my breath for the backpack. And Wes, I think we can both add our personal experience. We're having the times of our lives with these. Bags. Well, I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do for Mark is I'm gonna keep the one that was given to me because it's so good. But I'm gonna give him one of my other freebie bags. Ooh, a little charity. It's case. a little less quality. Table. Thank you, Wes. <laughs> uh, head to solo-ny.com/around to shop from hundreds of designs and get 25% off your order. Again, that's solo-ny.com/around for 25% off. In fact, one of our listeners hit up Wes and I. Uh, just yesterday to confirm that using that very promo code, they got a solo bag. So a little piece of New York for that listener. Do we get kickbacks when, when our show is helping people save money? Never. Uh, also, our friends over at Jewel Sous Vide makes it easy to cook an incredible dinner that everyone will love any night of the week, whether you're making chicken, seafood, veggies, eggs, practically anything. Joule Souvide, spelled J-O-U-L-E-S-O-U-S-V-I-D-E, makes it better than a restaurant. Cooking with Joule is hands-free so you can exercise, read, practice piano, Wes. I I don't have a musical bone in my body, or but do I could try. Whatever you want. I think while... you'd like this cooking apparatus. I'm looking this I up. I have this never tried sous vide style cooking. Dan, have you? Not yet, but I'm really looking forward to it because uh, – I like free stuff, so if they want to send some over to us, we'll do a little Jewel Sioux feed uh, at the Hansa's home. Anyway, just drop vacuum-sealed frozen protein right into the pot with Jewel. No need to defrost. You could cook from frozen and get perfect results. Listen, it's crazy. It's right up Mark's alley. <laughs> to get yours, visit chefsteps.com slash Jewel, which is J-O-U-L-E, and use code AROUND to get $15 off for a limited time. That's chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E, code AROUND. Jewel, perfect food. Every time. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we leave, want to touch base with Greg. You remember it. It was a huge hit last summer. Greggy does Dallas. And, Seduction uh, Friday. Guess what? Whenever there, whenever a movie's a hit, and maybe you could say this is a bad thing about Hollywood, or, or in this uh, instance, the uh, Hollywood adjacent industry. Uh, what happens? A sequel. North Hollywood. North Hollywood, <laughs> to be exact. Uh, so let's talk about Greggy Does Dallas Two. Cowboys have all the fun. Greggy Does Dallas in thirty seconds. That's it. How about that? That's it. You're going to give 30 seconds on this? Let's do it. All right, and hit it. Ezekiel Elliott is in better shape than the previous two camps of his career. Cowboys are counting on Tavon Austin too much. Someone (laughs) named Blake Jarwin is the guy who's going to start at tight end. Everyone loves him. Jane Slater is the best tutor for interns ever. Could not be more generous. Uh, Michael Gallup, I think, is going to take Des Bryant's red zone snaps. Leighton Vanderish, he's going to get that middle linebacker job over Jalen Smith. Dak Prescott is the ultimate Garrett guy, and it's still a little weird that the Cowboys built a tower for the Jones family to watch practice. Oh, <laughs> well, right on uh, the button! Right on the Perfect. nose. That is a little bit weird. It's very Bear Bryant, which I believe, did he play? I think Jerry Jones played for Bear Bryant. This is off the top of my head. And so you, you, it's very old school football. There's a tower, and it's got a huge star on it, and that's where Jerry and Stephen Jones watch practice just lording over their minions. It's you very, saw your boy strange. at Gil Brandt there as well, correct? I did. He didn't make NFL it. NFL media. We had to I mean, make, he when, didn't make it into the 30 seconds. But it was When you're a man of Gil Brandt's life experience, at a certain point, I think you, just be, you stop being called a boy in any – Conversation piece. <laughs> That's fair. Gil's a legend, though. He's going to I meant eleven training camps as part Even of affectionately. His, eleven. He's going to eleven training camps as part of his serious XM tour with Alex Marvez, mm. another uh, a great host. And so he's still getting it done. He's it's, plugged in. I'd knock that down a few. I'm just saying. So Gil, you know. Love you're, you, you you're are concerned about it's Pace, a long season. You're concerned about him being called a, affectionately a boy, but you're trying to re, you're trying to now take command over his schedule. I'm saying that uh, Gill is a treasure of NFL media and the entire football world. Um, it doesn't have to be a quarter after grind. 
Mm. You know, maybe let's let's move away from grind thirty. He didn't get to be the Godfather <laughs> by taking oh, yeah. time off from grind thirty. He he might be he he might get into Canton one day, and that's from grinding. Uh-huh, that's fair, fair. Anyway, if you uh, miss the video show from Wednesday, we have a uh, about a thirty minute segment, our fly on the wall. Uh, segment. You can check that out at NFL.com slash ATN live. Uh, we do a video show every week, and that's this week's edition. Also, have you nominated the Around the NFL podcast for the Listener Podcast Awards yet? It's free, easy to do. Just head to podcastawards.com and nominate Around the NFL in the sports category. Uh, you've done a great job, uh, Erica, the loose cannon. Uh, putting this on our radar and helping us promote it. Do you have any insight to how we're doing? I, there's no way to see the measurements. Oh, you can't find out? No. Stuff nope. that bad. What, what does your intuition tell you? I, I think we got this in the bag. Yeah, what's your woman's intuition You know saying? what? My ESPN is telling me that I really think we're going to win. Your ESPN? Yeah, it was a joke, Mark. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hit, let's wait, go. Hit, hit. <laughs> I mean, they don't. They don't all land. That's 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 life. Uh, let's get out of here again. Oh, oh! How can I forget? Well, oh my goodness, Mark Sessler. One little update. It's an important update too. It I is. do not want to belittle it because this is an important update about the calendar and what's happening right now in our solar system. Mark Sessler. Yes. Let's pause now for a critical life update on the impending blood moon set to cast its crimson shadow over the Earth. From a variety of news reports, we know this. As Friday turns into Saturday, Mars will make its closest approach to our planet in 15 years, creating the longest blood moon eclipse of the century. Both the moon and eerie Mars will dominate the overnight hours on July 27th and into the morning of July 28th, traveling across the sky, twin-like, while appearing to be separated by the width of a finger. Two of them across the sky, Dan. (laughs) You're going to be there to watch it. I will be. A report from I'm into the moon. You are into it. A report from Roya Backland of EliteDaily.com notes the blood moon event comes packed with deep spiritual tremors and significance. In quotes, all full moons naturally bring your shadow self out to play, but a total lunar eclipse is a full moon multiplied by a million, meaning tensions begin swarming our world long before it even begins. This lunation doesn't simply change your mind, it changes your entire world. As the blood moon comes to a close, you'll begin to feel your feet dangling over the spiritual edge, your intuition spilling harsh truths, and the sensation that something big is about to happen. And let me tell you, lunar eclipses never lie." End quote. This lunar eclipse will be in the progressive zodiac sign of Aquarius, ushering in a period of revolution, inspiration, and of course, change. Dear friends, this can mean only one thing and one thing only, the end of the New England Patriots. <laughs> oh. yes. I, I thought it meant, it meant we that we were sponsored there. from uh, Mr. Flame's <laughs> economics class. Or something. Uh-oh. We come in peace. They seem friendly. I say we trust them. How great for our planet. <laughs> yeah. Nothing left. You got 10 more hours, Greg. Hope you enjoyed it. I did. It was great. Be sure to tell your significant <laughs> other this weekend that Mark Sessler says it's time to bring your shadow self out to play. Mm, that sounds fun. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll be back. We will be back on uh, Monday with another announcement. Not quite as big as the one we made today. Again, we are going to London. Uh, we're going to England for the first week of September and the lead up to kickoff on week one. Uh, so uh, make sure you clear your calendars. We're going to give you more information about what exactly is happening as we approach the event. Uh, but thank you again to all the listeners because this would not be a possibility uh, if it weren't for your fanatic devotion to the show uh, overseas. So thank you. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. Three shows, including a road trip. So more on that on Monday. Uh, until then, Dan Hansen signing off for a Quiet Storm, the mailman the boss and the loose cannon behind the glass till Monday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.